Kenny out here in Maine, there's there's a, uh, a Moosehead Lake a little further north of here that has a Mount Kineo. And Kineo is also a Indian chief, a Native American Indian chief uh, uh, name. His name was Kineo, was Chief Kineo. Um, and they named this mountain, I guess, after him. Um, and it's... It's, it's an interesting uh, geological feature in that it's made out of, this whole mountain is made out of rhyolite. And rhyolite is like sure it's like flint. It, it, it breaks at angles that make sharp edges. And you can make tools out of those sharp edges. And the early people did that. Um, so they always came to Mount Kineo to collect what was called, what eventually became called Kineo Church. It's actually a rhyolite. Uh, which is kind of a low-grade chert, I guess, as far as workability. Um, you know, to make arrowheads and points and knives and that kind of stuff out of. Um, so, um, yeah. So that's where the the Kineo comes from. Uh, it's not like you know our last name or anything like that. You know, it's my dog. <laughs> but you know, I just kind of the the name thing is you know. You get copyrights and trademarks and that kind of stuff. Well, if, if you use a regular name, there you go, right there, there she is. Um, <laughs> then you know nobody's used nobody's necessarily used that before, and you can't you can't copyright a you can't you can't copyright Smith, you know, a common name. So um, you know it's it's easy to name a company that and not have to worry too much about researching it making sure that nobody's going to sue you for picking the name that you picked. Um, yeah, so basically just, all you got to do is put her picture on there in the name, right? And you're good right? for copyright. Right. And actually, the cool thing about, about our logo, um, that's drawn by my, my youngest daughter. Uh, she's now 17. She was probably, what, 14, 15 when she drew that? Yep. Um, she tried to make me change it once. She's like, Dad, you know, I could update that and make that look a little better. She's a really good artist. Uh, she's doing like anime kind of stuff now. She's drawing this amazing, crazy, you know, cartoony. Oh, she's incredibly good. Graphic. It's really cool. Um, she's doing well. She's like 17 now. Um, so she created it. And, Dad, I could update that. I could make that look a little better. And it's like, no, I like it. I like it just the way it is. And I, you know, I told her exactly everything that I loved about the way that she did that original one. So I've just kept it at that all along that little, you know, dog face logo with two little sprouts beside her. So. And that logo carried over into our garden center logo. So we yeah. took, we took her face and carried it over. And then I did the rest of the logo for that with the bag of soil and the, the mountains behind it. It's supposed to be like, you know, Kinney, Mount Kineo and, It almost seemed like it'd make it easier to uh, like <clears throat> get it uh, marketed for the the market center first, and then be able, you know what I mean, copy written for that, and then just kind of jump off that copyright for the right. came of this company. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just the way that it worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never dared to take the leap and open up the garden center, you know. Especially on not so much money. That was a tax return, dude. I mean, we just we took, yep. took tax return and dumped. That's what we did for our honeymoon, too, honestly. 
basically took our tax return and, and you know, a little bit of wedding money or whatever, 5,000 bucks we had with us when we fucking went out to California and all the way back. Yep. Came home with a little money in our pocket. Nice. That's a plus. A little bit. A lot of miles on that little car. <laughs> but, yeah. So, you know, just decided to take the leap and, and, and do it. We finally opened the garden center just a year ago. Um, and it's just, it's a, yeah, right now we, we have more soil in stock than we've ever had. And that's a good feeling. Our season hasn't even really started here yet. We've got a lot of outdoor growers. There's only 5,000 people in this town. Um, so it's, it's picking up this town and picking up neighboring towns that still had to travel as far as I did to go to the nearest grow store. Are you able there uh, to sell your genetics but at your uh, gardening center? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. That kicks ass. Yeah, I mean. That fucking yeah, kicks but, ass right there. Man, Mainers are finicky. They, they, get a, oh, Lord. they get a name in their head and they want this strain or that strain. And, you know, that that's all they're looking for. So, you know. Get, yeah, um, but that's. Again, brother, that's, I mean, I, I that's not dealing with the breeder, though. I, I mean, when you can, this. you're shopping there and you can go, okay, you know, because I that's when I when I sold seeds firsthand, sub wanted me to do, always deal with the provisioning centers. Get them out there, make them vendors. When I sell them vendor packs, I'm like, sub, they're not, they're, they're not interested in vendor packs, man. They don't, you know, that's counterproductive for them. They don't want growers. They want to sell bud. They don't want to sit on, you know, large amounts of seeds. You need to get in at the grow store. You know, if it were my, if I had my way, you'd have a brochure fucking, fucking taped to every goddamn bag of soil. Because <laughs> 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 that should be their next question, damn it. I, and uh, I do have the better, good idea. <laughs> what better way to, like, when they ask to be able to give them that brochure and be like, any questions, I can show you right here what exactly what that strain is. You know, I don't know if that's legal there, but uh, it sure would be a nice uh, be able to even have like little jars, you know, like, yep, seed on top of that. This is what this is. Cool. <laughs> but I, I, if worse comes to worse, I definitely right above, if you couldn't put them on the bag of soil, I would have them right above. A big old menu above the fucking soil. These genetics are available <laughs> at the front desk upon request. It is. It, it's scary though, dude. I was, you know, we're talking the '90s, man. You know what? Operation Green Merchant. You know, I was there through all that shit, and it's scary coming out of the closet, quote unquote. Really, and you could liken it to that, you know. Coming out, you know. Jim, this is the new gay. No, I don't. Yeah. I, That's I a don't joke. Mean it like that, but you know what I mean. You, just fucking hello, I'm over here, and this is kind of what I've been doing for a little, you know, allegedly or whatever. You know, it's a sketchy. It's getting better. I can feel it. It's getting better, I but it's a little, still a little scary. You know, I'm still a little wary, I guess. I'm no. still right there with you. I'm in a pretty damn small town where I'm at. I mean, it's like 1,500. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want my door knocked down, you know? 
So, but if it's legal, I mean, uh, it's so you know, it's only yeah. good for sales, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. It's, it's been you know, it's been tough. Yeah, making that jump and making that decision. To, all right, it's, it's safe. I can stick my head out now. You know, not have to worry about it too much. I'm Fifty years old. I don't want to go to fucking prison. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. As far well, as pack sales goes, we sell more packs I, to Michigan than yeah, we do to I'll, Maine. Out like freaking middle of the country, I'm selling packs all over the place. Mainers are like, smack. Michigan's like, please, please. We lit Michigan's mailbox up the other day. Oh, that's <laughs> so fucking cool. I'm so glad about that. We like our dank here in Michigan. <laughs> Michigan, Illinois. I told him, geez, if we ever wanted to deal with colder weather than we've got here, we know where we could go and, you know, be popular. <laughs> right i would uh, appreciate it if you guys could uh, at least uh email me a pdf of your guys's menu something that i could print out and have handy when people ask me for good genetics i like to you know have a nice list and and i like to support people that i've talked to big breeders that are like yourself that i know and are proud of their work you know them are the first ones that i come off the gut with you know what i mean we're trying to so, do it right, you know. Try and do it right, and try and do it correct, and you know, we may make make mistakes, and, but you know, you own up to them. You know, if you you stomp on somebody else's name, you take it back and you change it. You know, you don't. Know. You know, like there's any need to hurt people along the way, and you know, I have bad feelings and whatever. So, try and do it correct. You know. Well, I know you made a couple people or at least one person happy in chat tonight. I know just <laughs> playing along. Everybody had some fun just playing along. That's pretty awesome, you guys. You didn't have to do that, by the way. I didn't. Make, How many people are in chat right now? I can't see. Uh, last check, there was like 53. Oh, we're down to 48 now. But uh, We were up to uh, 60 at one point. That's pretty good. <laughs> On average, these shows uh, gets on like 400 views a night. Or, you know, before in the 24 hours, we're getting up to like 2,400 views a day. Yeah, I think I heard you talking about that one night. Um, you get like kind of a little wave of, of of views after you know it hits, right? Yeah, if I'm up like at like four o'clock in the morning, yeah. I get not only like overseas countries start to pop in, but the the first shifters in the U.S. Yeah, we had and, we had a German tester for a while, and it was cool chatting with him and stuff. We had a German dude and a couple of UK dudes uh, that were pretty good. Um, how awesome is that to know they're fucking growing your fire just right thousands of miles away? You're touching people with that shit. And they're psyched to have it because it's something completely different, you know, completely different. Okay, somebody in chat has either been to Maine or has a Mainer family member. They they know Mainers pretty well because they said you have better luck headbutting a moose than trying to change a Mainer's mind, and that is exactly right because. We have so many customers that come into the shop looking specifically for one product. And if we don't carry that product, they will turn around and walk right out the door in the middle of you trying to explain that you have an alternative that is 
equally as good, if not better, and an organic option. And you know, if it's not what exactly what they're looking for, they don't want it because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And they don't want to change from what they've been using for 20 years. Mainers are the most stubborn people on the planet. Yeah, I can say as one for my my family's been here for 200 years. We literally over 200 years uh, been here in Maine, so I can attest to that. Um, the woods just north of here, I mean, it's, it's, my family was a huge part of it. They were um, just a small family of of, uh, of woodsmen cutting trees and trying to etch out a living and having a little farmhouse and you cut trees and you made a little bit of money at it and, and you, you know, you survived, you got by. Um, it was, it was a tough upbringing that my dad went through. Um, nine kids on this little farm and they had chickens and the pigs and, uh, you know, a little bit of, of food from the garden. Um, they didn't even have electricity until 1940. Um, their refrigerator was they, they cut blocks of ice out of the, the out of the river or out of a lake cut these huge blocks of ice out and they'd store them even over 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 summer in these houses with uh, sawdust they'd pack in the sawdust to, to insulate it and to keep the blocks and that's actually what they refrigerated their food with was an ice block you know so yeah anyway <laughs> So yeah, that 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 builds a different kind of person. It builds a different kind of character, and uh, yeah, I think that's what we were talking about, right? A true Mainer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even it's pretty Mainer. awesome to have that uh, long of a family history all in one spot like that. Pretty damn cool all in itself. I've uh, I got a lot of respect for uh, tree surgeons. I'm no logger by any means any means and there's a huge difference in like i say a tree surgeon and a logger because <laughs> then they risk their lives 100 percent in the forest doing what they do uh but i did some tree removal back in my day i used to climb and that's it's a that's a not a hard that's not an easy living right there that's hard work from start to finish much less them guys that do that shit in the forest and now have to drag that shit up the hills and uh, oh, that's loggers that's a tough super super tough living right there that's that's dangerous it's a super dangerous uh word you know yeah yeah it is yeah and that that's what her dad did actually all, all his life too so yeah. yeah not me i have done some carpentry work though i did do quite a bit of carpentry work um um little wood shop making uh, store fixtures for grocery stores. The, the fixtures that have the, um, you know, the different tiers and stuff for these wooden, you know, little structures they stack all the fruit on or whatever or they stack, they put in the bakery and they put all kinds of baked goods all over it and stuff like that. Um, I worked for a company that, that built those. So, you know, you get a set of blueprints and, you know, your, your lumber list and all that, and you'd have to build these units up. And uh, I did that for a while. Um, screwed up my wrist doing that. Um, and that's how I was able to get my medical card. My, both my wrists were screwed up, running drills all day long, you know, 
10, 12 hours sometimes. Have two different drills going at once, or you got one driving screws and you got one tapping holes. You know, so you got two different drills going at once, and you know, both hands sometimes even to save a little bit of time, you know. Um, so I screwed up my wrists doing that, and that's how I was able to get my medical card in the first place. But I didn't even jump on the on the bandwagon of that. We passed in 2009 here in Maine the, the medical thing, and you know, you could have six plants and whatever. I didn't get my card until I think it was 2014. I finally did. I uh, decided to do it. I'm glad I did. You know, so. Yeah, even though uh, it's wreck here in Michigan nowadays, I'd still suggest everybody go down and get their license. You know, it just it offers so many uh, benefits and uh, just security, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, A little cushion. A little cushion of safety, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you, because they're treating it now, uh, they're, we, we, when we were first medical, it was kind of a, a relief. They were uh, saying that you couldn't be fired for it, or if you were fired, you could still collect unemployment. Right. Because it was medical. Well, now that uh, it's wreck. Now it can be treated just like alcohol or anything else on a, on a job. Right. So right. if in your system now, you can be fired and whatnot. But if you've got that medical card now, you still have your, your, your medical stance on it in every room to fight to keep your job and be safe and all that good stuff. And amongst tax breaks and a, a whole list of other reasons... To, to be medical in my opinion but uh, yeah I always suggest people if you're able to to stay on the medical side for sure the better meds I think all in, in general <laughs> I've Absolutely. seen it's been a quick stint here wrecked so far and it's been pretty disappointing what I've seen people run through there thus far yeah yeah and that's what it should that's what it should be all about you know putting out something decent so yeah yeah finding something decent in the market around here is very difficult yeah yeah absolutely i think it's like that everywhere you know your your dispensary weed is it is it, is it any good out it, there is it worth it it's not here no no, no yeah. it's not and it's, it's like they're raping them for it too. I mean, yeah. it's not good at all. <laughs> I mean, in a, on the medical side, you can plan to pay anywhere from ten to twenty-five dollars a gram on the medical side, and then over on the rec side, they're getting like twenty to twenty-five for limited strains that ain't worth the shit. I wouldn't pay for it. Right. Every time, usually if I have to be trapped in it, it's usually I've like traveled out of town and I'm in a pinch and I've stopped into a provisioning center and I'm like, come on, man. I'm almost like half the time I'm like trying to pull up my Instagram. I'm like, look, I grow this shit, man. This is bullshit what you guys are trying to do here. (laughs) It's supposed to look like. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm not asking for discounts or nothing, but I'm telling you, what you guys are doing, right? I love it when you walk in and you see a strain you've grown numerous times in your own garden and you know what it smells like and you know what it looks like and you open that jar and it it makes you want to (laughs) cry. Like this, no, this is wrong. This, this is not right. You can't sell this to people. Human beings shouldn't consume this. Wet trim or dry trim? We dry trim. Uh, I like to dry trim. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Unless it's a seed mom, we, we, we wet trim the seed moms. I, I have a reason for that. I can't think of it off. The, I'm a little high. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I think I have a reason for why we do that. We wet trim seed moms. They fall because, out less. That's part of it. Because it's easier to trim more of it off without risking cutting the seeds because the leaves haven't shriveled up yet. If you get them while they're still wet. But my theory with the, with the dry trim is I feel like, yeah, I, I go along with what, what the Mendo Dope Boys say is that, you know, let it hold that smell. Don't trim it before you dry it. Let it hold that smell, you know? Yeah. Um, trying out kind of both ways, at least with our humidity here, you know, I think it's different everywhere. You know, it would be you know, a completely different dry in Arizona. I'm not... I'm not doing this just because I, I am a rep for that company. Okay, but I am a wet trimmer. Okay. And and this is this is all true. This is all true story here. Since I've been doing the show, uh in the first few episodes, uh it's pretty well documented. Uh I d- I trimmed out a pine valley and it overflowed my dryer that I use. And actually when I switched over to the dryer, uh my patients didn't even notice. I slipped that shit right in on them without them even noticing. I kind of smirkingly, you know, slid it and kind of sat back and, you know, waited, just waited to see if they would say something. And then I actually let it go for like a month before I actually said, you know, I've totally changed up the drying method. You guys never even noticed the difference. But, uh, I have, I've had pretty good luck with it. And I recently did a side-by-side with it because the Pine Valley actually overfilled the dryer unit that I had. So I had to hand dry a few branches over here. So I did a side-by-side. And yeah, the dryer, I didn't, I didn't see no loss in the drying method over there. I was very surprised because I actually kind of was hoping for the, you know, the hand dry method and stuff. But it wasn't. They were pretty equal, pretty damn equal, except that, you know, the dryer saved me a lot of space. But I do kind of appreciate that idea. And I might be able to, I might change my mind here because since I've been doing the show, I felt a little bit behind on my perpetual harvest. So the last few days, I have been bucking fucking leaves and fucking hanging. So <laughs> I will have to go back and that's the, that's the kind of bummer thing that I'm, again, I'm a drying method. I'd be ready to jar that shit here soon uh, to where I know undoubtedly I have just put the devil off for, <laughs> I have just put him off for a little while. He's coming back to haunt me here in about a week where I'm going to probably be sitting right here in front of everybody. 
And I hope nobody minds when I'm doing my interviews, trying to catch up dry German. But uh, uh, I did both routes, and you know, uh, I don't at this point. I want, I like this method because it saves me a lot of space. But uh, I'm not, you know, I enjoy the dry, you know, hanging it method. I know, you know, I'm not saying one's better than the other. The only reason I, I I do especially like to wet trim is just because of the quality of hash that I make. I, I prefer a wet material next to straight to the freezer. I like to let it sit like one night. You know what I mean? If I trim like all day into the night, I kind of like to like spread it out and let it dry briefly, not mm -hmm. like a day or two. I kind of learned that from uh, Farmer John Ford Seven twenty. Or eight and it or nine makes, days. <laughs> yeah. Well, what makes, he, the, the theory I, behind it just made sense to me, and it just because I, Mister, I watched it, and Mister Swift asked him, "Well, what the fuck? Why you do that?" He's just all seriousness, total fucking outlaw. Looked dead in the camera, and went. You let it sit, you know, less than twenty four hours, you've lost more than fucking half the weight. Why do you want to be sitting at? You can get the same product in the end. Why do you want to house all that extra weight when you can lose some of that water weight and then yeah. freeze it and be sitting on, you know, we, half the biomass? We do tend to trim them up a little bit. We, you know, we make sure we get all those bigger fan leaves out of there. We don't just hang it. You know, we, we get the bigger fan leaves out. And then lots of times, you know, I'm, I'm taking off some of the meat some extra tips and stuff like that will kind of go around on it. If it doesn't so, have trichomes on it. Right. If it doesn't have trichomes on it, it can, you know, it can go it is, is the way I see it. And I don't know. I don't even know if it's the right thing to do, dude, honestly, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody yeah. really knows. If it turns out, if it's a quality product to you in the end, it's the right process. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the way I believe about that. Yeah, so I'm always, always trying to do something a little bit better, you know. Are you guys making some? Because uh, I, I again with the the seeded buds there, you got to be doing something, breaking that up. You making some edibles? You make uh, you guys make a nice hash for personal use? Yeah, I know, we have. Uh, personally, I I love um, a good hash. Yeah, we hash, you know, we're, we try and make French cannoli style hash, honestly, you know, if we can get it to work, definitely, um, you know, we're trying to make temple balls. Um, so some yeah, we like trim, to make hash with it, mostly. Uh, some of the trim stuff will go in. I make salves and body scrubs and lip balms that we shop. sell at the shop. Yeah. Um, I make some special formulations some arthritis ones, bedtime stuff, you know, stuff like that. So some of the less potent trim goes for that and the, you know, the really trikey stuff we use for hash. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's it. We don't do too much with edibles. Um, I like flour. I still like smoking flour. You know, we like dabs once in a while. They hurt my lungs, to be honest. I mean, I... I smoked for 30 years cigarettes, so um, my lungs are a little sensitive, um, and they tend to burn my lungs, so I still prefer to smoke flour, honestly. Um, it's just the two of us, we're, we're puffing on a bowl, you know, for a good part of the day. 
Um, nice bowl makes it go so much longer too. Sprinkle oh, some hash on there. Sprinkle some hash on there and a little bit more flour on top and oh yeah. No. How do you guys uh, deal with your temple ball? You take that. <laughs> yeah, I, make the, I get the water hash going. I do the water hash, do the whole the whole bubble hash thing, get the bags. Um, and then we dry it out really good. And then I give it to her. Um, yeah, and then I've been studying Frenchie Cannoli and the Dank Duchess. They're like my my lesson plan. She's really um, cool. They, you know, most everybody knows who Frenchie Cannoli is. If you don't know who the Dank Duchess is, you should look her up on Instagram. Um, I'm pretty big on empowering females in our industry because we are few and far between and I am always happy when I can find a, a chick who does the same thing the boys do. And she is amazing at making temple balls. So between, and she learned from Frenchie. So, I mean, of course she's amazing at it. Um, yes. And well, um, I have to agree. I have to agree with you. I've been trying, I've been actually making a point this week. I kind of struck out. But I've been trying to uh, trying to well. Actually, I didn't strike out because I got you. I guess you can count, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. But it, I wasn't intending that. You know what I mean? Because uh, uh, I never, I hadn't had the opportunity to meet you guys up until, you know, tonight. You know, uh, who I was actually dealing with. So, but I have been purposely trying to uh, get a female grower or somebody one a week you know what i mean because i agree you know every there's great tips everywhere and uh i feel it's just the best way to build a full audience to, to try to include everybody so trying to get kinio's awesome. uh, out here playing around trying to get her on the camera there she is that's kinio <laughs> good looking dog so I unwittingly, through you guys, was able to uh, accomplish that this week. <laughs> Thank you guys for that, because I wouldn't have uh, seen that coming. You know what I mean? And, That's really cool. I was I was totally listening. That is really cool, dude. That's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. So our process of doing the temple balls is um, after the hash is completely dried. I break it down so it's really fine and it's, I put it between two pieces of, you know, natural organic parchment paper. Um, wow. I have a, a beautiful absolute vodka bottle. We I literally bought the bottle of vodka just for the bottle. For the bottle. <laughs> because it was a perfect cylinder yeah. and it held enough water that it would stay hot long enough. To work with. Too. With enough length to be worked with. So... I boil As water. Somebody that does that process is not easy because no. most bottles have that little fucking round over. <laughs> yes, very, they do. I, I feel you. Pain. Absolute yes. was, a, you know, not, not fucking plug in absolute by any means, you know. That was Whatever. expensive. We did drink, we did drink the alcohol that was in, of course, but. It was for the bottle that we picked it up because of that long, and it held its shape. It didn't. 
I, I'm actually, I noted that shit. I actually made a mental note and you said that because I make a lot of temple balls myself. And, and that's why I'm saying, I know that round, I have tried so many different jars, so many different bottles, and it is so hard to get away from that fucking round over there that uh, costs you a lot of time. <laughs> costs you a lot of time trying yeah, to make a good temple ball. She knows that better than I do. She was the, she was the one rolling those out, but yeah. Absolutely. Oh God, I think I went through five or six different bottles before we finally said, screw it, we're going to the oh, store man. and we're gonna buy, don't matter what it costs. And, and yeah, we spent quite a penny just so that I could have the bottle. Of course, we didn't. Would have been a pretty interesting away. day following you guys watching you guys rub bottles. To make oh, I, I bet the people in the store thought we were crazy because I'm like, you know, holding it up. I'm like, yeah, no, you see this curves here. That's not that's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm, I'm sure we look nuts. But yeah, so I do the hot water bottle method. So we boil water and I fill the the bottle and it gets recorked, you know. And it's washcloths and two pieces of parchment with a hash in between. And it's a press and a roll till it gets hot and, you know, warm and sticky and gooey. And you rip it off and work it, put it back in, melt it again, pull it out again and work it. And has to come out consistent. It has to be, we'll tell it becomes one color. That's when I like it. Exactly. It can take a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've talked this process a couple of times. That's I mean, you're right on spot on with me too. This is the next step right here. Oh, there it is. Oh yes. Yeah. This is. Yeah, that cheese right into a joint there on top of a bowl where it just perfectly melts over top. That's. The end of a good temple ball, right oh, there. Yeah. In my boat. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, that full melt. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys are cool people, man. I hope <laughs> I uh, get my way at my ass up to Maine sometime and uh, <laughs> hang out with you guys. It sounds like we could go to a concert, smoke down, appreciate some hash. <laughs> Overall, it sounds like it could be a pretty good uh, couple hours there. Well, oh yeah. You play pool, there's a pool table downstairs in the store, so. I absolutely do. <laughs> Some, someday I'm going to have to make it up that way. That's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm super glad you guys were able to come on tonight because I said, you know, it, it's great that uh, you get to meet the people behind, you know, the breed. Yeah, to me, that makes a hell of a lot better story than just, you know, the dog picture, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a great representation, but I guarantee everybody that's watched us tonight feels a whole lot closer to you and your brand and will uh, ultimately probably reach out first to you guys when the next time they're thinking about buying seeds. And that's, I really believe that. <clears throat> well, we appreciate that. Yeah. Really hope everybody, you know, come follow us on uh, on Instagram. I'm almost at a thousand followers, and I'm I'm gonna give some shit away. I have no idea what I'm gonna give away yet. We're gonna do some seeds. I'm probably gonna do, you know, one of my salves, maybe a body scrub stuff. Who the hell knows? So, you know, get me to a thousand, and and, and we'll have some fun. Hopefully, on the 
Let's see here. Like I said, we should have 400 views by this time tomorrow. So hopefully everybody that watches this will go over there and give you guys a follow. Not saying a miracle will happen, but hopefully you guys will get a storm load of followers tomorrow from uh, doing this. Because I appreciate this. I do. I appreciate, you know, you guys taking the time out and telling me your story and everybody else. You know, time that it's huge. Time is very valuable and it's short. It is. I mean, I appreciate the story. It's you guys. It's been a fucking awesome tale. You guys are an awesome couple, and I appreciate the fact that you, you guys are not only cool people, but you love what you do, and you're able to share it together. You know, through every stage of the game, you're not afraid to uh, share that workload. You know, and that's that's huge. I've been in that spot. Unfortunately, when I took on caregiving, it was all. It's all one hundred percent you. <laughs> and I said, you know, uh, helping the gardening means more time to be out doing more fun stuff like concerts and shit like that. So it's awesome that exactly. you guys team up and do knock out the bullshit so you guys can go out and have fun with each other. It sounds like you guys have an amazing thing going on over there. I'm, I'm proud you guys were able to come on and uh, tell your story. I really am. Oh, we appreciate it. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, know. you to Father Mike as well for, uh, you know, pointing <laughs> me in your guys' direction. Yeah, he said he was kicked back listening. I don't know if he's still kicked back listening with Ruby, but if they are, and I'm sure they'll watch it later, if they're not, we really appreciate them. Yeah, they've, we appreciate you. You know, they've passed us along to some really amazing people. They've introduced us to, to some good people along the way. We appreciate them. And I I would, you know, I appreciate you guys. Uh, if it sounds like you know a nice quality line of people uh, as well. So if you know anybody else, you know, that like, like I've said early in the show, we each need to be pulling each other up one by one. So if you exactly. can think of anybody else, you know, off camera or anybody else that you'd like to see on the show and you know they're a good quality guest, I'd be happy to get them on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I appreciate the help of, uh, you know, packing my days. You know, you know that it helps me. <laughs> it helps me help, you know. I appreciate the help and a spot enlighten somebody that you guys know. And, you know, would see, you know, you feel deserve some credit. And uh, it makes my, my day a little bit easier because that's one day less that uh, I have to track down the guys. <laughs> all right so cool cool it works both you, ways you've mentioned some good ones dude you've mentioned some I, good ones recently uh that jinx proof yep he'll be here the yeah. fifth i yeah. talked to him today awesome and good people right I'm here man Mr. Soul, I've been in contact with him he says he's come back he had a good time and he said he'd come back and uh north star North Star Genetics will be here. Uh, let's see. North Star will be here on the 8th, uh, which is a Friday. We're going to do an early episode for him. So, so next Friday, be, a, week, a week from today? Yeah. So that'll be 1 o'clock. So it'll be 4 o'clock my time, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, okay. So we'll be here. We're in the same time zone. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, a good week of uh, guests. And like I said, you know, every time somebody suggests somebody, it makes me this whole thing easier. And it makes it better because, you know, I got a, a better line of quality people. Not better line, but an easier line of quality people. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm glad I found you, dude. Um, um, I, I'm just getting back into the, you, and you kind of got me back into it, honestly. I've been watching you since since Fada was on. I tuned in out of respect for Fada, you know. Uh, he's good people, and and you know, so I check it out, you know. We missed the wake and bake. We missed seeing them on that, and uh, you know, joining in with that. And we kind of got away from the YouTube thing for a while, didn't we? You know, yeah. I mean, we've been busier with the shop and stuff too, so it's been hard. So. I'm just now getting back into, you know, checking out some YouTube videos and, and you know, I, I've watched you pretty much all week. You've helped me get back into it, kind of, and so. Well, I appreciate that, but there's another importance to that, uh, brother, and that's getting yourself known. I mean, a lot of us know each other from these other show chats and stuff, and, uh, once you guys get your name out there, it just helps, you know, the more shows you guys are watching and you just throw out a, hey, uh, how you guys doing, helps keep a, your guys' name in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And helps, you know, we love helping people that support the, the community. And if you're out there supporting the community, then it makes everybody else want to jump on supporting you. That's kind of what I'm getting at there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, welcome back to the community there, guys. And uh, <laughs> I hope to see you guys uh, around more and more chats. And you guys are all more than welcome to come back in here at any time. I think now that you've watched the show a few times, you guys kind of get the the routine on how it goes. Like, I have my main guest. And if, uh, you know, if it, sometimes they're short. Luckily, tonight right. wasn't one of those nights. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for, I'm serious. Thank you guys for a great story. You know, it wasn't uh, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You know, you didn't try to just run out after a half hour. And I had, I had to try to worry about how I was going to pack the rest of the night. Great story. Great information. It's been a great night. And I, I appreciate that 100%. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, it was about too. We wanted to, to, to share some of those cool people that we met along the way and, and, you know, the, the community, what it's all about. Right. Share some um, knowledge, help you know, everybody be the best grower they can be. That's, I, I, I still look at it, angle. you know, like it, it, it was a war, you know, they declared war on us as the government declared war on us as people, you know, and well basically guys what i'm getting at with this and i kind of got brain farted there for a second but more if you guys are up and fucking you know i do have a short night short guest you know sometimes I, i've got a lawyer that's gonna probably try to come on here soon and i'm sure he's gonna be a wham pammer you know what I mean? I don't think I don't I don't see no late night after chat with him and shit. But them nights, you know, where I'm short, you know, uh, and you're in chat. I, I there's a lot of nights where I go. If you've been on and you want to pop on, uh, you're more than welcome to pop on with me. And if there's other guests on or whatever, to just 
sit back and talk about whatever we're talking about that night. It might be lights, it might be cannabis, it might be... You've seen the show. <laughs> You've seen the show. <laughs> Some nights it goes down the rabbit hole briefly, but uh, you're more than welcome to uh, be a part of that. You know what I mean? And uh, awesome. I appreciate I, that. I man. hope you pick me up on that, guys. I really do. Really Absolutely. Cool. Appreciate that. I heard you say that last night to uh, the last night's guest. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's really cool, man. Appreciate that. It's just another opportunity to build the, the community closer every night. When, especially in this hard time, we don't get these uh, outings like we usually get these pelps and uh, the silly stuff where we can go and hang out with each other. So this is the next best thing we got. Your timing yeah. works for me too, man. Your timing works for me because my sleep is completely screwed up. So I'm awake all hours sometimes. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, you know? Yeah, he's a night owl. <laughs> Nice. I, I'm super glad you guys were able to find the show through Father Mike, and I'm even more happy you were able to find time to be on because uh, you guys are great people, and more. I hope more and more people find out, hopefully through this, about you guys. And if they're in Maine, they look you up and try your products and support you that way. And if not, I hope they find you via your uh, website or reach out through Instagram to say hello and uh, it works out you know because laid down a great story you know I'd be very I wouldn't I'd try your genetics in a second after hearing you guys' story I'll get, I, I want to get I want to get some Kenio's lights to you dude I want you to try that northern lights and tell me what you think I'd be honored I ain't looking for no freebies I'd be more than happy to buy that pack from you I mean here's here, Here's the story on that. I, I, I got these from, you know, somebody that told me they were Northern Lights number five. So, you know, I've said that all along, but I've always kind of wondered, did, did he have that right? You know what I'm saying? Because they were just in a baggie. They weren't in a pack that said Northern Lights number five from this reputable seed company. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess that time span comes into credit. You know what I mean? If they came back from like like '90s era or something like that, you got them from a friend. Chances are, them are Northern Lights. You know what I mean? Not Oregon, now, didn't My day nowadays, if somebody just handed you a random bag of Northern said Northern Lights, I'd be like, Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and that's the thing too. You know, we see that all the time. Um, I have a great example here. Um, we picked up, I, I love the idea of land race. I'm I, old school. I love the old strains. I'm trying to collect as many as I possibly can. So we found this, uh, Jamaican, Jamaica's Jamaican lamb's bread. Okay. Ran it full on sativa, thin, oh thin. Oh my God. You know, I would never sprawling, finish. Thin leaves. Okay. And then you, you see somebody post on Instagram, oh, this is my lamb's bread. And they got these big, broad, indica-looking, you know, that's oh, not, you know? No. It's not lamb's bread. It can't be. There's something else in there. Lamb's bread does not have leaflets, you know, that wide. It's, it just doesn't. If you get a, a leaflet wider than that, you're, you know, I, I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Crack Seeds, I haven't got it. I've been slacking. 
I think the last couple of guests. And I even got it from Mr. Soul. I can't believe I got it from Mr. Soul. Who did I slack on the other day? I was like, oh, I didn't get it from Chris. I didn't get it. I I don't think I got it from Tribal. And I might have got it from PC. But Jimmy Crackseed just reminded me. Guys, got to give me the sound bite. It's part of the show. Every night, I'm going to make it easy for you guys because I've watched, I'm uh, 37 now, 37 episodes, and I've watched a few squirm when I've just kind of asked them, you know, can you, can you give me, can you tell me where you are and what you're doing is what, what the basic lead up was beforehand. And I've seen all kinds of answers like, my God, man. <laughs> I just dealt out my whole life to you. What more do you want? You know what I mean? I'm I'm getting ready for you. I just rolled a joint. I've heard some pretty good answers here, but I'm going to cut to the chase here. I'm looking for the old school fucking radio kind of sound bite. You know what I mean? I'm on, this is such and such. I'm on the fucking talking shit eagle show. Because at some point, I think when I maybe 50, uh, it's 50's coming up pretty fast. I think maybe at 100, I'm going to try to find somebody, if not myself, to kind of string along all these sound bites. You know what I'm saying? And kind of like an anniversary type thing. So if you guys could <laughs> just toy with me a little bit and uh, you can do it together one by one, one of you, I don't care. But just please give me that sound boy. She's a, you're explaining it and she's already working it out with me. This is the kind of kind of stuff we deal with on a regular basis. <laughs> my, my other freaking hand. I'm caught you know, it's it's funny too. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. I gotta say this though. Uh, you know, since we got married two years ago and she's been helping me out in the garden and all that, um, you know, we, we bought Jeff Lowenfell's whole series of books. I don't know if anybody you guys, Jeff Lowenfell, yeah, yeah, wow, you know, and we poured through, you know, all three of those, and the information that this woman, you know, retains, you know, I'll read it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that totally makes sense, and then I, I've forgotten half of it already, you know, 15 minutes later, uh, but she retains it, for, so I'm I'm bouncing stuff off her now that she had no idea she was going to be doing this. <laughs> When we were, you know, counting inventory in freaking Target or something, you know. My goal was ago. to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Now my goal is to make the cover of High Times. <laughs> <laughs> Both are just as honorable, I think. I actually think you'd look better on High Times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have a sound bite to do? Right. Yep. Please. Okay. And this is Kinio's Genetics. Mrs. Kinio's Genetics coming at you live from the fucking talking shit with Eagle show. I don't think it could have got any better than that. I really don't. You guys nailed it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I appreciate that. She's she's my Thank voice. you, Jimmy. She's my voice, dude. I I'm 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 laid back. I'm uh, you know, I suffer from anxiety, honestly. 
Um, and so it's tough sometimes, um, but she speaks for me. It's awesome. <laughs> he likes to be quiet. Was, I, I have a hard time shutting up, so it kind of works out. <laughs> you guys are awesome, man. That's what kind of great show and community that is, uh, been laying down here the last what well, like 37 days consecutive now like jimmy i would have forgot that if jimmy crack seeds wouldn't have been nice enough to go hey man lately <laughs> sound bit yeah did you guys happen to uh, catch a 420 thing at all i mean that's to how cool this community really is the, uh, the 420 thing that you did is that what you're talking about yeah. Yep. No, I didn't. I caught on just when when you had Fada on, Fada Mike on, was what? 421, was it? wasn't it? Was that 421? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was a little bit further down, I think, 423 maybe. Okay, so Somewhere. we just missed it. We just missed it. Oh, man, what a day that was. Uh, it was uh, 24 hours I was on. I actually did a show Sunday night from 9 to 11 on air and was smoking all through there. Then I did my show. Uh, I started at 11.30 Sunday night and had guests on and smoked continuously all day long until 11.30 the next day. And I had guests coming on all day long. Pedro, Med Grower One, Tanazi, uh, Lost Leaf. And we just kept passing off you know, guess all day long, but that was a super fucking cool day there, man. I, I was, I was very honored to, uh, but what I was get, what I'm getting to was, you know, I did that and, you know, it was hopes for a charity thing. If Smiley, Smiley's Gardens come up with the idea like a week before and he said, you know, it'd be cool if you, you did this, you know, uh, 24 for, 420 and then it became like for a charity and then uh we had a hard time because of the covid to nail down a charity right uh and then as we got closer to the day and couldn't find one i mean i had multiple people trying to help me nail down i'm like all i want is a link somebody that don't care cannabis money's coming their way i don't even want to touch the money i just wanted to go this you know everybody donate there but it couldn't even, you know, it it was too hard to get done in that week. So in the end, we were just hoping to uh, have everybody do something nice for somebody. We, were, you know, help somebody out. You know, if guests had a charity they wanted to support, and I was good with that. But uh, it was it was an epic day. And what what I'm getting to is all these people that joined in and are watching almost every night now went the gauntlet. You know, uh, the video's still in processing right now. For, I'm, I beg every day I check it. I'm like, today is today the day YouTube's going to release this 24-hour video. You know, I'm patiently waiting and hoping it's going to get uh, rebroadcasted. But these guys uh, were a part of it. Them analytics went up, 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 and leveled out. And these people stayed all 24 hours damn near i mean some of them said they were uh took naps and stuff but i i seen the chat all day long i seen the names and stuff and it was super cool to see people you know 
go that distance and be a part of it. And uh, that, but you know, that's what I'm saying about the community thing here. Uh, it's strong. It's very strong, and uh, they support each other. And you know, it's it's good. And that's what, so, yeah, like that's I, what I was saying. Got to stick together, man. If we, you know, there's safety in numbers, I think. And if the, the more people that are doing it, the more we put it in the mainstream. You know, the further we're gonna get. So that's what I'm kind of. I was saying, welcome back to the community. So. The more that you get out there and you know, say hello, that's all you got to do is as you're watching the show in your garden or whatever, just pop in one chat and be like, hello, everybody. Just, you know, <laughs> let them know you're there and watching. And, you know what I'm saying? It goes a long way. It really oh, that's does. Awesome. Awesome. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. You rock. It's all about the information. We're trying to you know, learn everything we can. We, the science changes. It, it's changed all along. The information that, that I had in 1991 was was High Times Magazine. That's that's where you got your education. You know, I read High Times religiously. Um, and it's come a long way. There, we were talking about hairs back then. In the 80s, we were talking about, you know, oh, look at all the hairs. You know, we now know that it's, it's not about the hairs, it's about the trichomes, <laughs> you know? We didn't talk about the trichomes. We called them crystals back then, I think, you know, in the 70s and 80s. They had crystals, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was, and you, well, look at the hairs, look at the hairs, the hairs, you know. Yeah. So, Even them old high times back then, they were uh, pictures and uh, pictures and ads. There wasn't a lot of concrete info there, just pictures and ads, basically. Yeah. You found the good articles and you and you gleaned the good information that you could. Yeah, I poured those things over for good art for good articles, you know, real true bro articles that I could actually get some good information out of. Yeah, it's definitely a different age, you know. I I've learned a lot of shit on video when back when I got started a long, long time ago. Yeah. And uh, before, well, it was like just basic knowledge, but I really honed in the game when, you know, videos were available. So many great grades back in the early, like 2008, 2006, that really falls in out there. I don't know if you ever tried to watch any videos back then. Did you ever try to watch any canvas videos back then? When, when is that again? Like say around two thousand eight, two thousand seven. There. No, not really. No, I didn't. I didn't. At that point, I still didn't dare to freaking stick it in a web browser. You know what I'm saying? I was nervous about it. You know. So, I had a family. I had a lot to lose, and I was, I was, I was, you know, gorilla doing it <laughs> in the basement. You, look, you, know? you can find any of my shit from back then. It's Legend. all you'll see it with the mask on. I've always got that like that fucking uh, Jason mask on and shit. Well, <laughs> that's funny you say that. Then that's how I kind of get into it. I remember sub. I remember sub back then. I remember you know the Green Avenger. You know from the high times and trying to get in there, and he always tried to get pictures in there, um, and he was in there a few times. Um, so that's where I heard about him, and it was just, I don't know, probably 2014 that I, you know, decided to, to YouTube it, to, to Google it, and, and I found him on YouTube, and it was watching Sub that got me into this whole, you know, YouTube 
watching cannabis thing. And it's like, wow, this whole new, you know, network for people to, to share information. It's really freaking cool. It's really cool. And I, see, I see some names, some nights here that I saw four and five years ago. I grew some Mr. Green Pots. I remember you, you've been around a lot. Spiders, you know, show and uh, people tuning in to Pedro and Dizzy and, you know, whatever shows we, we got into then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's been a lot of weed nerds that's uh, been a part of the show. The like, American one, I see him. Saint uh, Saint uh, Saint Bernard's observation booth was uh, here last night, and I like Star Delta Nine. Okay, yeah, Peach yeah. Pops in. Uh, uh, of course, Leah Mass has uh, been in a, on an episode. One of the first episodes, Leah Mass was on. And uh, Puffer Smiles, of course, we got Naughty Nikki, Nutrient Shoutouts is in the chats quite often. Uh, B&M Plaza is another old weed nerd. I mean, there's a lot of weed nerds that hang out in uh, in this chat still. And I'm honored that uh, they flock this way. That's really cool. It's really cool, you know? It's a, it's a small community. And you know what I think is super cool about this? And I never, never fucking seen this shit coming. Never seen this coming at all. At all. But it's been a really cool benefit. It's been a it's been a plus and a minus. Uh I don't know if they're watching. They like to sometimes sit quietly. <laughs> but my god, well, all three of my daughters watch the show now. Okay? Yeah, I know well, I noticed two at least two of them, I guess, from last night. Yeah. Yep, uh, Courtney and Lexi are two, and then uh, Brittany has a wrench. You'll see her fold through occasionally. But mainly, I'm singling out Lexi here. Uh, has been really accustomed to the, the community lately. She's falling in, the, like I did, and like you did, uh, into the chat atmosphere, the community atmosphere. I can see her, you know, when we get off the show. I mean, for years it's been me, you know what I mean? Hanging out in the weed chats and uh, shows chats and whatnot. So I know how the camaraderie chip that you can build in these these communities firsthand. But uh, it's been really cool seeing her uh, develop some relationships in these chats because there's a lot of times I'll, you know, I get off the show or tomorrow, you know, during the day, she'll be like, oh, I, you know, talk, she'll talk about the people she's talked to in chat and shit. And I can see, you know, the community aspect reaching down a generation. You know what I mean? We need, we need, we need to look at it really like, cool. like the mushroom, like, like the, the mycelial web, you know, that web just connecting everything and spreading out, you know, from one person to the next, to the next. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is truly amazing plant that I can't think of another community that binds together like uh, we do around the can- cannabis plant. There's, I can't think of anything else that we, you know, it's a miracle. It really is. It's a miracle plant. I, it sounds silly and I say it a lot. But it's just so fucking rewarding on so many levels. It's it's It's, a cool thing to be part of. It's brought a lot of people together and, 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 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. A lot of people together. Absolutely. The, you know, there's, there's nothing else that can create things like, you know, the hemp fest and the freedom rally, you know, other than music, there's, there's nothing else that can gather that many people in one place with that much passion. The fucking funny miss, miss D's nugs said she said Lexi helped me get her name right. That's right. I have struggled with that name. I've called, called that poor lady about everything but that screen name. I called Mr. D, Mr. D's nuts for the longest times. And then I finally got the Miz right. And I was called Miss D's nuts for the longest time. And Lexi was like, Dad, are you ever going to get that shit right? It's Miss D's nugs. Nugs, Dad. Nugs. That, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. What's that like? I mean, my my older two, um, my older two smoke. They're, they're 28 and 27. Um, my... Uh, my tw- my yeah, how old? Eight, 19. 19, 19 year old uh, just started smoking. He got through high school without ever touching it, and uh, I always, you know, I didn't, I didn't preach, and I didn't, I didn't say anything one way or the other, and just let him, you know, make the decision and let him find it if he chose to. And you knew what I did, you know, you know what Daddy was off doing in the middle of the night out in the barn, <laughs> you know. But um, I didn't push it one way or the other and didn't try to sway him one way or the other. And um, just uh, just a year ago, he started smoking. And so it was like, but I mean, how is it, dude, to your, your, kid, your kids get jumping in on chat and here. And you mentioned it last night, I think, you know, some stories have come out that uh, you didn't necessarily want your daughter to hear. <laughs> yeah, there has been a few that slipped out. <laughs> That uh, yeah, but they're older enough. They're old enough now to understand, and uh, I guess cool. get to see that side. At some point, they should be able to to know that, right? Yeah, I shouldn't have to take all those fun stories to my grave or be ashamed yeah. of. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, they do reach an age where you know, hey. <laughs> Did you hear the, I think it was last night I was uh, talking about Brittany. Brittany, I actually, the first time I actually smoked with her was, it was weird. It was really weird. Uh, she was older. Yeah, you know, I believe she was 23 at the point, something like that. And uh, she'd been going out with this guy for like a year. <clears throat> and she tells me, you want to go, you want to go down to the hash bash with me? And I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, that's where he took me on our first date with the hash bash. So I've been smoking, you know, for like the past year with him. And I'm like, oh, she's like, but do you want to go? And I was going down there anyway to sell seeds. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. So the first time we went down together and it was the uh, hash bash and 
we smoked awkwardly on the way down, but that was, you know, that was the point of the hash bash to go down here and fight for the right to do it. So I don't know. It, it was weird, but it was a, an awesome experience. She's been smoking with that ever since. <laughs> In fact, she's actually a, a terrible weed snob. About, you know, she, she, she's worse than me. Actually, a hell of a lot worse. I mean, I've seen her smoke people's weed. She's like, yeah, this ain't nothing like my dad's. Like, I, love, I, like I love you, girl. I love you, girl. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, my son's story is similar. He, he came to me a, a year ago. <laughs> his brother and sister had come out to visit from, from Arizona. And uh, so his older brother was here, what, nine years apart, 10 years apart? Nine years. Um, <laughs> so it was actually him that he first smoked with. It wasn't, he didn't come to dad. And I always said, you know, if. I'd rather have them know what they're doing and, and have them around doing it. You know, if you're going to get into it, come to me, you know, come and talk to me about it. So but he got together with his brother while his brother was here and, and tried it. And he comes to me and says, well, dad, I put it. I, I smoked the devil's lettuce. I partook of, I the, partook devil's of the devil's lettuce. Yeah. So, <laughs> That was, oh, okay, all right, all right, you know, and then from there on out, it was, you know, we just try to, I don't know, there you go, no big deal, you know. Right. So he's old, he's old enough, he's 19 years old, he's old enough to make that decision, I think. If you're old enough to, to, to go to war for this country, then, you know, you're old enough to make those kind of decisions. So. I agree. Twisted Roots right here. You see their name on the screen. That's where you can find some fire genetics. <laughs> I'd like to try the Northern Lights, the newer lights, man. That's one my wife wants. There you go. Jimmy, one for life. He carries a uh, I don't I don't do seeds anymore. At one point I did do seeds, but I don't do seeds anymore. These guys yeah. do seeds. <laughs> These guys do seeds now. <laughs> did you and do seeds have, time, dude? Yes, I was a rep for sub for uh a few years here in Michigan. If you okay. wanted subs gear here in Michigan, I was the guy you had to talk to for quite a while. So you know, you know, you must have known the woodworker, right? Woodworker one on Instagram. I don't. I uh, I know a wood rabbit, but uh, I yeah, no, I know, I know, I know who that is too. But no, yeah, no, this is woodworker. Um, he was, I think he ran. Um, it was. Did you say it was Great North? Great Green it. North. Great Green North. Just can't give me a second backtrack um, in the brain. Yeah. Probably a couple, three years ago. I would have stuck out, too, because I'm a woodworker myself. <laughs> I've went pro. I I've actually have worked the wood all the way through a long career. I used to cut trees. And then when I uh, got hurt, I had a bilateral hernia surgery from uh, 
fucking around with the trees. And from there, I kind of did firewood for a little while, just splitting firewood. And then I went to, uh, from there to carpentry for a long history of working the wood that way. So I've kind of been around the wood for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ingrained here too. I think I think we live in similar places, honestly. Are you in the north? I mean, you don't have to give me an address or anything, but are you in, in the north of Michigan, northern yeah. Michigan? I'm definitely in northern Michigan, <coughs> up uh, around Grayling area, which is uh, not in the UP, but it's definitely yeah, not, in northern not quite Michigan. a Uper, huh? No, no, that's a whole different breed up there, man. That's a whole that. different breed of Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, I knew one for a little while. Um, I was into survival skills for a few years, got into the Native American survival skills, and um, I worked with a, with a place and, and taught survival skills for a while, um, you know, making fire without matches and stuff like that, you know, with a bow, bow and drill or hand and hand drill, and, uh, making shelter to keep you alive and plants and, you know, the edible plants and the medicinal plants and all that kind of stuff, so... Uh, yeah, I knew where you were at one point. <laughs> you better know some damn fucking survival skills if you're going to be a youper, because at some point you're going to need that shit. <laughs> they get, they get, that's a whole different, they get snow up there, like only like two months of real summer, I would call yeah. it. That's, things are terribly spread out. You got to be very very self-sufficient up that ways. Now, even here, man, it's a half hour to anything close to a town. Half hour, yeah. 45 yep. minutes. Takes us a half an hour to get to any decent city yeah, here. with the Walmart. <laughs> That's the nearest Walmart by half hour, 45 minutes. Home yep. Depot, half hour, 45 minutes. I've done an hour before myself. I lived in a town that was an hour away from the nearest, you know, big anything. We're in like central northern Maine, not quite northern Maine. You get up into northern Maine and, and a you're big, a long ways away from anything. There's a big chunk of, of just woods up there that nobody really lives in, you know, it's like almost zero population. So you live up there, you are definitely a survivalist. <laughs> So we're on the edge of that, but not quite there, you know. <laughs> I think I'm right there with you. I'm like, I'm in a good snow belt. I get, you know, it snows here from October to, uh, I'm actually early season this year. I can actually see the ground yeah, right now. Yeah, you too. But usually yeah. it wouldn't be for like a couple more weeks that yeah. I'd actually see bare ground. And then... Just like 20 miles north of me is that next bell <laughs> where they get like probably two, three, four, five more feet of snow than we get. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not ready for that next belt. I came, I actually been up here for like four or five years and I came from like down further state and our winters weren't nearly as like this, man. When that guy, I actually signed the papers. He walked off and he's like, enjoy your two months of summer. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> you get one month of like a spring, two months of summer-ish, and one month of fall. And then it's, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> yeah, totally the same thing here. 
uh, we go through that. Then you can see a, we're in that zone where it's just kind of in between. You can see that, you know, the, the trees are getting buds. In this one place, you know, they're just starting to get buds, but you go, you know, 60 miles north or even west towards the mountains, the Appalachian Trail where it comes up through here. And, you know, they're three weeks behind these people that are starting to get buds already on the maples. You know, there's, there's nothing happening up here because they're three weeks behind. Same here, same here. It's a beautiful place though, but uh, I'd be happier if I were had my same surroundings, but if I could take it like down, back down state. <laughs> back with a little bit less now. I'm actually in a national forest now, and I, I love the settings. I came from like farmland to sticks, is how I call it. I came from farmland to forest, farmland to sticks, and I like I like the forest. I like the forest setting, but I don't like the ten months of snow down here. <laughs> I could be happy with the forest downstate. I'd be totally cool with that. Well, you'll feel like you never left home if you come visit Maine because we're a bunch of farmland and forest kind of put together. So with a little bit less snow than that. <laughs> Sounds like pretty country, though. Sounds like real pretty country. It is. I, You know, Maine is beautiful. I, I love doing landscape photography. There isn't another state I think I'd rather live in as far as that goes. You know, nothing beats fall colors in Maine. But I'm with you. I'm getting tired of the cold. I, oh, I, yeah. Hell I'm no. Looking, I hate the cold. I'm looking towards, <laughs> you know, New Mexico, Arizona. I'm looking for some warmth for a change. I'm tired of being cold in the winter. Tired we were down there with shoveling snow. Yeah. When we were <laughs> down there with the kids, it was, you know, the last week of April, it was about this time. It was 110 degrees out while we were there. And it felt incredible because it was absolutely dry. It wasn't all hot and sticky and nasty. The kids are sitting there sweating, dying. And we're like, dude, this is absolutely great. We could live in this. This is amazing. Like, it's so much better than the, the sticky humidity. Nice outdoor grow weather, too. Yeah, yeah year round. <laughs> Much longer. I don't even tempt to grow outdoors here. It ain't even worth it. I don't have the good season. It ain't worth, you know, you know the time I'm with you. So I, I'm with you, man. Right. Indoor, indoor all the way. That's what it's, what it's, what it's been all along. I mean, yeah, what it's been all along. If it doesn't finish in nine weeks here, it's not finishing properly. So a lot of people yeah. will grow things that you know don't finish in nine weeks but what's the point of throwing it out there if you can't let it finish properly yeah yeah, yeah. take the time you need yeah oh, holy cow. you guys are awesome well i ain't gonna make you guys stay up all night and you know hey we're here Right? We dropped the kids off for the weekend so we could have the ability to sleep in a little bit. And <laughs> oh, cool. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so what kind of guys are, so it's, uh, 
You need no hurry then. What kind of music? Uh, if I show up in Maine there, what kind of uh, music? Uh, what kind of tickets are we going to see? What, what kind of music are we going to see? Um, well, personally, we're, you know, we're rock people. We're metalheads. We, you know, um, if you were to come for one concert, uh, I would suggest the Rise Above Fest because you get that many bands in one show. Yeah, they do that all over, don't they? No. Um, yeah, Seether does the Rise Above Fest. It's, it, it's huge up here. There's usually like 14 bands. Nice. You make a thing out of it. Yeah, it's like a huge two-day event. You know, you can go and you can camp out and stuff. And it's pretty rad. I'm down. I, I'm up. A big heavy metal fan. I listen to everything else, but I've always leaned towards uh, heavy metal myself. I was really hoping myself to uh, catch Rage this year. If the COVID didn't just uh, kill that opportunity, I mean, that was, I never got a chance during the day. Right. And that was one that, you know, would have been an honor. But uh, that may not happen. Now, now. What, you say rage with with Zach, with the the old lead singer. No yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, awesome. they, they were supposed to do a tour this year. Oh wow, that would have been nice. Yeah. Real nice. Yeah. One one time around, that's, they finally agreed to it. Yeah. I might wow. not get to see it now. That's awesome. I didn't think we'd ever see it. What else do you guys, I know personally, uh, uh, my bucket list next would be uh, Clutch. I, I'm hoping to catch Clutch. Um, uh, for me, um, Primus, if Primus were still kicking around, I wouldn't mind. Pretty, pretty good show from what I hear. Um, I'm fucking bummed that we won't get any more Rush. Uh, I loved Rush. Um, I, I played drums for a while, and you know, respect for Neil Peart. He was a great drummer. Um, so I'm bummed about that. That's what I'm afraid of. A lot of the stuff that I grew up listening to, those, you know, Ozzy, um, you know, Megadeth, a uh, little bit of Metallica here, and you know, a lot of that kind of stuff that I was listening to. Those guys are getting old now. There, there's going to be a point where they just start kicking off, and we're starting to see right. it. For Ozzy, for his age, how amazing was this last album, though? I mean, I genuinely liked a lot of the fucking tunes on that album. Total Even my his drive. my youngest daughter was like, "How c- I could only hope to be that cool when I'm his age." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still kicking it, man. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking forward to the opportunity, chance to see tool this year i was hoping this covid sucks i haven't seen tool he has i have it to me they 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 have such musicianship and when you when you make a live show sound almost exactly like you're listening to a cd (laughs) you know they're that tight and you go to shows and i've seen probably i don't know 30 40 bands and went through the whole you know hair metal bullshit back in the 
the eighties and in the late eighties and, and early nineties, you know, before before grunge came about. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, I lost my face. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> Can you talk about the concert there? Yeah, so the concert you see different bands and you know it's 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 not always perfect but man when a band can get together and make it sound like it's the fucking disc that you're listening to you know they're so tight they got it so their musicianship is so fucking tight that it's it's an amazing experience and I've, i haven't seen a better band live than tool uh i don't know i don't know about that uh pantera in my book was a fucking amazing show. It's I'm, just the well, that one it was just the energy. <laughs> the the energy there was just so amped. It made it a great show. But Tool was an it was an amazing show as well. I mean, like you said though, it, it, album quality. The only bummer I didn't like about Tool was uh, I didn't get to see him. You know. You did show him a little bit, you know, rocking out behind the drum kit. There. Don't ever get to see him, do you? And, uh, I, I love, that, I love that. That's what he's about. That he's not about being the front man and being out in the, you know, he's he's a humble dude. Uh, Maynard is a fucking cool dude. I respect him a lot. Um, you know what he's doing with the whole fucking wine thing and his other bands, and I got a lot of respect for him. He's a cool dude. Check him out on Rogan and all that. I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. You know, um, so most definitely, I, yeah, I'm a Joe Rogan fan myself just because he doesn't like no one topic. There's so many different interesting characters he pulls through there. Henry Rollins, dude, he's a fucking cool dude. Yes, I'm definitely a Rollins fan, definitely a Rollins fan. Oh, god, yeah. He's so smart, and this, the music's so hardcore, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Lola, so, so all his work is great. Suicide South Tennessee's is another favorite band of mine. I actually got a big old Suicide South Tennessee's tad on my leg. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I've got, in honor of Tool, I got a Alex Gray kind of thing going on there if you can see it i know it's not real super clear but it's badass the, the hand I, and the uh the eye in the middle my i'm kind of saving my back i don't have anything on my back and i've always envisioned my back to be the ten thousand uh ten thousand days cover where the, the faces are all looking in on each other uh-huh i just that's the piece. if I could find somebody and I could afford it, that'd be the back piece. Yeah, Alex Griffiths, man, he does some beautiful work. Holy shit! Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How metal is your music taste? <clears throat> Mine. Yes. It's pretty metal. Slipknot. Um, yeah. I have a story. If he knows the bands, I I doubt okay. he would. But um, do you know who Goat Whore or Three Inches of Blood are? I don't, but I still want to hear the story. Okay. That's like super underground metal. Here in Maine, we have this tiny little place we call the cave. 
in Bucksport, and it is tiny, like maximum capacity, 150 people, tiny. But some of the biggest bands in true heavy metal have played on this tiny little stage. Like <laughs> Hatebreed has played on this tiny little stage. That's a pretty big name in, in heavy metal because the woman who owns it, like, she is like a new age Rhea Perlman, like short and sassy and Italian and, you know, curly hair and like the whole nine yards. Cheers. Yeah, from Cheers. The waitress. The waitress. Um, so somehow she manages to get these huge bands to play on this tiny little stage. And so there was a, a day-long concert and Goat Whore and Three Inches of Blood were playing and they're pretty big names in underground metal. And I had rolled a few joints and taken them with me and I went up early to help Kathy set up and everything because you know there was a few of us that were really close to her and helped. And we smoked a joint and the show got going and about two hours into the show she came up to me and she was like oh my god do you have any more of that because like the band's all out of weed and they really want to get high after the show i'm like yeah i got a few more joints she's like stick around after the show stick around so you know they did the whole show and everything and everybody left and it was just me kathy and, you know, like one or two of our friends and these two huge bands and all they wanted was to smoke my weed because Kathy thought it was so great. And they swore the next time they came through that the only person they were gonna get weed off of was me. And they called me up the next time they came through to get their weed for, the, for, their, for their stay in Maine. <laughs> That's fucking pretty damn cool. It's, I like it when people want to call out just your weed. You know, that's fucking right. awesome. Yeah, I actually, I, I funny story, kind of, my daughter, Brittany, the oldest one, her uh, boyfriend, she's come home with uh, her boyfriend now. She's like, yeah, he plays heavy metal. She plays it. He's like a death metal band, and I feel like a horrible dad right now, not knowing being able to spit out his band. But he actually has a pretty neat band, and then, so <laughs> I they play. She plays me like a little sample of it. And it's just like the oh, you know, it's <laughs> death metal, and she's just like looking at me. She's playing it, and she's just watching for me like reactions, and I'm like. Yeah, I I grew up on that kind of stuff. Honey. If you're waiting for me to go like turn it off, it's not. <laughs> my my oldest son listens to stuff like that too, uh, you know. Um, and he picked up the drum thing from me. I kind I had to put it down because of my wrist and screwing those up. I can't play drums for very long anymore. The, the vibration that just it kills my wrist. Um, I can play for maybe 10 minutes and I'm hurting, you know, for the rest of the night. So 
I don't really play anymore, but my son picked it up and, and, and some of the stuff is some of the double kick beats that they're putting out now, just this, you know, repetitive. Brrr, wow. It's amazing. Yeah. There's definitely some good stuff out there. It's only the only genre left that has any kind of originality to it. I mean, anything else is the pop music just terrible. Terrible. Oh, good I God. I agree. Yeah. Pop music. I don't even, I can't even think of the name of the, what's, oh, it's terrible. It sounds like they've taken like a 1920s record and just like slowed it down to like the slowest settings on a record player and it like drags. That's the, what my one daughter's listening to right now. I can't, I don't even want to justify saying the name. I can't even, I try to block this shit out, but it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh-huh, I've been there. I I told her, I said, this music makes me feel like I'm on drugs. The way it's just like, <laughs> like it's terrible. Jesus, how do you do anything listening to this shit? <laughs> yeah. They, in the same aspect, they do uh, respect some good. Yeah. That's uh, it's one thing I've said, touched about on this, this show, too, is uh, you want to know the true music quality. It's like play it in front of a young kid, child that really doesn't know the difference, you know what I mean, in the genre or quality or whatever. And just watch them and see what they do. If they like it, you know what I mean? It's, it's good music, you know. They know good music from shit. Yep. Young kids do, you know. They that was my girls like back in the day, like the old uh, Motown shit. Yeah, play for them. That's so that was some them. good shit. That was some great shit, right? Playing some old Motown. Them girls would fucking lose their mind, you know. In <laughs> Lexus, you know. <laughs> And her sister, Lexi, would be like two. Brittany was right around six. Courtney wasn't born yet. And them, all I'd have to do is like throw on a little bit of fucking Aretha Franklin, some respect. And them girls would absolutely just like throw down their toys and just start dancing. And, you know, that's to me, that's good quality, time tested music right there. You know? Any, anything from uh, what movie was? Oh, uh, The Big Chill. Anything from The Big Chill. That whole soundtrack. Well, was it's a good, real good Motown? Yeah, definitely. I, I believe it's the same thing with rock and roll too, like a good classic rock. Them kids, man, they appreciate the older rock and roll, the classic rock and shit these days. It's, it's. I actually dig it when I'm like riding in the car and I can see one of the girls fucking rocking <laughs> along to some of the classics. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Throw up the whole because. Yeah. You guys are gonna fucking pass that down. Huh? I like that though. My youngest daughter is actually kind of into Fleetwood Mac, which is oh, really, cool. I think, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, but yeah, my 19 year old went through that. He came to me, and, and again, just same thing I said about waves, the same thing with music. I let him find his own thing, and I didn't push anything on him, but you know, he knew he knew who I was too, and he knew I was a metalhead, but. Um, I didn't push it on him and, 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 uh, he came to me one day in his, in his, you know, mid teens, probably just past puberty. And he's like, uh, you know, I, I'm getting into Pink Floyd. 
I kind of started listening to Pink Floyd, been watching some YouTube videos, and it's, it's, it's really pretty cool. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm sitting back going, oh, okay, cool, cool, all right, you know? Uh, but I just let him find it himself. I didn't push anything on him, you know? The first time for me, like, that when they came back, rock and roll was with Britney, and it was clutch. I had Slitter, uh, the electric worry from clutch. And then uh, it was a couple months down the road, uh, she played it. She's playing it. She turned it on. I just see her rocking on down the road. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome right there. That's great. It's, it's awesome when you can share the, the moments with your kids like that, you know. Absolutely. And when they come naturally, it's like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, you can see that little bit of that yourself coming out in them. Yeah, yeah. I lost my, oh, there, there. I was going to say I lost my papers. <laughs> <coughs> I appreciated the bowls, and I, I went through that phase, or I had a phase where I smoked everything out of bowls, but... I'm mainly a, a joint of myself. <coughs> yeah, we definitely do that too. Nice to roll a joint once in a while. Well, mainly because, uh, well, I say that smoking by myself. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to smoke, you know, pass a bowl and with people that actually know good bowl etiquette. <laughs> 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 Most people just want to fire that whole fucking destroy the whole bowl instead of working your way over or around the bowl there. <laughs> right, exactly. But when you got it down with somebody, you know, it's gold. <laughs> I was telling that story the other night about my dad. Uh, he loves a good hash. You know, I mean, he's always, that's all he wants to ever smoke. But he's the worst person to fucking smoke hash with. Because <laughs> he has absolutely no bull etiquette at all. I mean, I just, there's so many times where I've seen him just, just right over the bowl. <laughs> just burn all the good stuff off it and then to pass it right to you. You're like, oh. I don't even want to hit that. <laughs> you just literally killed that whole bowl with that light. I mean, the whole time he hits it, too, not even like a light puff or nothing. It's just like, <laughs> it's nothing but straight down. Oh. Smoke rolling everywhere. <laughs> I'm serious. I sit there and shake my head. You've been smoking for so much longer than I have. How can you not have picked this up yet? <laughs> yep. He's a good guy. Oh, that's a good, another good tune right there. 50,000 Unstoppable Watts by Clutch. They had some good stuff. I remember when we got one good radio station here. One, um, you know, for, for rock and, and metal kind of stuff. Um, not too heavy, heavy as far as metal goes. Um, but, you know, some good rock stuff. Um, 
And so yes. that's, you know, but we heard some clutch songs. I remember some good clutch songs, definitely. I did clutch. <clears throat> you guys ever listened to Helmet? Almost Rainbow, that album. That was a good one. No. No. If you haven't, you guys should check out some Helmet. I think you'd like it. If you like Clutch and all that, I think you'd like uh, Helmet. Yeah, uh. definitely check them out. How'd you back? Holy she cow. Yesterday, two days ago, heard her back. She's a fucking trooper. Telling you, I gotta make her not do stuff. Put that water down. I'll get that water jug. So, helping. Uh, we never even touched on like a medical benefits cabinet, cannabis. If you want to fuck around with that, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of different ways to get, like, that's something that a lot of people don't talk about either. I mean, you know, the different ways to use cannabis medicinally, because, you know, it's not just smoke it and eat it. it you can wear it, you know. It, you Everybody, you know discusses smoking and the and the effects that they get from smoking but then you know there are other ways to use cannabis medicinally too like in tinctures and salves and like i make a lip balm that is amazing at healing the worst chapped lips ever because you know cannabis has a lot of antibacterial properties and you know a lot of healing properties and can be used in other ways. I was surprised to see that uh, uh, Tribal Gardens was uh, added a salve that they, uh, for one of their patients, for a toe fungus that uh, was night and day. I, I had never even known that you could use cannabis for uh, something like that, like a fungus defense. But he well, had before and after. There are a lot of antifungal properties. Um, a lot of people don't realize the roots of the plant. If you, you know, wash those out, clean them up and, and boil those, the, the roots have a lot of antifungal and antibacterial properties. You know, you, you can use the roots to your advantage. And it's kind of the funny, it's the testing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, we had another guest on from a, another state that was doing hemp, and uh, he said they were actually utilizing the roots and everything when they were harvesting, which I kind of thought was I can see the benefit in it for like a, a for like say me or you that was trying to do it, but it seemed like they were just kind of like. <laughs> Being greedy about you know, the extra out of it, you know, biomass. Right. Because they weren't utilizing it in a way like you were talking. They were just kind of like adding it into like the mix. I 
cannabis. Yeah, I'm talking about like extracting it into the can yeah. into the coconut oil. Into salad you know, the... so it's not adding any any mass to it. But there are other cannabinoids that exist only in the roots of the cannabis plants. It is too late for me to try to remember the scientific names for them, but. <laughs> um, that's only fair. It's only been uh, almost four hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, you're pushing almost four hours and 20 minutes into this. Wow. Wow. It's easy to do, isn't it? It is. It goes, <laughs> it goes by pretty fast. But those cannabinoids have great antifungal and antibacterial properties. You know, they're good at cleaning things and yeah. You could soak roots in in a, a coconut oil and then use that as a foot soak. Throw that in with some Epsom salt and a foot soak and, and really help with, you know, athlete's foot and, and, and toe fungus and stuff like that. And it's not even tapping into your actual supply of the cannabis plant. It's tapping into something you probably just throw out anyway. Always do. Right. I always did. Awesome. Uh, people do. I do. I throw out. There's a whole hill out there of them right now. <laughs> the dogs run around them. I got them out in the dog pen. <laughs> the dog beat it down. Put it back into the ground. <laughs> My dogs like stems. They do. They actually do like the, the stem of the cannabis plant just to shred them. We have, we have two, and they come down to the grow room with us every night. All I have to do is say you want to take care of plants, and, and they're, they're ready to go. They're, they're ready to go to the room, and, and uh, they'll, you know, you're picking off a few leaves here and there, and they medicate themselves every night, honestly. They absolutely do. They eat a certain amount of fresh leaves just about every freaking night. Um, you know, it, it, it's got to have some kind, of, some kind of benefit if they're doing that, you know. Dogs are instinctual creatures. They're doing it for a reason. Have you guys ever tried juicing the, the leaves or any of that? I, we don't juice. We've never done it. Um, we just don't have a machine. I'd love to get one of those machines that Father Mike's got, the source. I'd love to try it out, but it, it, we don't now, no. At Tribal Gardens, again, the guy that was... Uh... And a couple nights ago, he said he was juicing or had been juicing for quite a while and uh, noticed quite a bit of benefits. <clears throat> he used it, uses it for fibromyalgia and a couple other problems. But he said uh, he had, was suffering from uh, his, he was suffering from like loose teeth or like a deficiency. And uh, his wife was noticing that uh, she was, uh, her fingernails were getting you know, thin and whatnot. But once they started uh, juicing the plant and a uh, couple times, a uh, couple of ice cubes a day, both of them noticed both symptoms were gone. Nails thickened back up, his teeth fucking tightened back up, all from juicing. You know, now he says, again, with the fibromyalgia and all that, he says, thing in the past, ever since I've been juicing. And uh, he's a smoker. So uh, he does say, he did say he does do the fecal a little bit. But he said he noticed the immediate uh, benefits as soon as he started juicing. He said that was the immediate turnaround when he started juicing it every day. 
That's really cool. I'd love to get one of those machines and, and try it out. Absolutely. You know, we just this this past winter it was a it was a big eye opener. And I know I put on 20 pounds. Um, we've been walking every night. We'll we'll eat dinner and 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 take the kids for a walk. Um, we go down different paths throughout town and try and get you know maybe a mile in or whatever and uh, just try and get out for a walk and get a little bit of exercise. I put on a few pounds over the winter. I could, uh, so we've been cha changing the diet up a little bit, trying to you kind of reach a certain age where it's like, fuck, I gotta stop trying to survive on pizza. And I make really, really good fried food. And fried food, yeah. Yeah, she makes killer fried food, man, it's tough. The bacon, I can't fucking live without bacon. <laughs> That's one of my demons, too. I enjoy fucking good bacon. I usually buy, like, when we have, like, something with bacon in it, uh, I usually buy, like, twice the bacon because I'm in there the whole time. Just shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> I actually been making, uh, uh, since you got me talking about bacon and we're in probably the talking shit part era of the show. This may sound fattening as fuck, but it is an excellent sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'll take it, I'll fry out my bacon in a pan and then uh, cook it off the whole pound or two. Whatever. Hopefully, it's ends in pieces. <laughs> Hopefully, it ain't even bacon, it's ends in pieces. Nice. The nice, fatter <laughs> chunks. Yeah. And, so cook them up, and then after uh, they're all cooked up, that grease that's left, I'll take my chicken breasts and I'll pound them nice and you know about a five eighths thick, and then I'll fry those chicken breasts in that bacon grease and kind of lightly season them a little bit, and then uh, from then I toast the buns and uh, mayonnaise, the chicken breast, uh, monster cheese that's really important, red onion tomato, mayonnaise, best chicken sandwich you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> I, I believe it's all because that chicken's cooked in that fucking bacon grease. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll cook the bacon and, and then, that you know, if we're doing breakfast or something and I'll do the home fries right in that bacon and man, that potato cooked in the bacon. I know it's horrible. It's going to fucking kill me, but it's so good. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I've actually fried eggs in that grease more than once, man. Just <laughs> quick flip. Fuck it. <laughs> Damn, bacon's going to bring me down one of these days. <laughs> yeah. It's actually about, I've tried to cut out about a lot of the meats, but bacon, I haven't been able to cut out bacon. It's tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to try it. I'd love to get a source machine and try juicing and whatever. Okay. I don't, it's I don't, not exactly the tastiest like, thing, right? I think he means, like, put it in a blended kind of juicing flow. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, no, no. I burnt up my blender. Yeah. He killed the blender making worm food. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you chop it up, you chop up the food, and it doesn't it doesn't take all kinds of time to compost, and it doesn't stink so much. The, the worms get right to it pretty quick. 
Um, so if you chop up their food, you throw them in there. Um, you can feed them like that, like once a week and with chopped up food. And uh, it doesn't smell, you don't have all kinds of flies around and that kind of thing. It keeps it pretty clean. You know, you can almost, almost do it inside, you know? So, um, so yeah, I burnt up my, I burnt up the blender chopping up food for the damn worms. I want you could get your magic butter machine and uh, be able to use it too when you want to make edibles. That thing's fucking awesome. Have you ever seen one of them things? Yes. Yes, yeah. we have. Yeah, those are cool. Those I'd are actually cool. like to give that a shot because I, I like to do pastry. I like to do baking and stuff like that. So I've, I've even thought about, I told him one of these days I'm going to get into making like high-end pastry, cannabis-infused high-end pastries like, like you'd get at a patisserie kind of stuff. And a, like I'm guilty of like chocolate, can a THC infused chocolate. It's fucking pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> the butter machine, you can make a lot of shit with that thing though. You make coconut oil, you make tinctures, alcohol tinctures, you make butter. You could probably just chop up them leaves with that thing because it's got that big old fucking blade in there that just annihilates everything. It's a one one type deal, man. You don't even have to chop up your buds or anything. Whole sticks of butter, dump your <laughs> actual buds and everything in that thing and just set it and just grinds it up and fucking does it all. I've had mine for like eight years. Wow. Dedicated machine. <laughs> does it strain the butter too or does it leave the, the cannabis in the butter? It leaves the cannabis in the butter. But uh, the next step's too easy. I, I, they probably have come up with a better system since I bought mine. But what I do is uh, you go to the, like the canning section at uh, any Walmart or whatever in the, where you get your jars. Yeah. And they have a jelly strainer is what they call it. And it comes with like a, a bag that uh, you can actually tie it around this silicone ring. And the bag yeah. falls in just like a basketball hoop kind of. And it's got three legs that come down that sit on top of whatever bowl you have. And the strainer just sits over that. So you dump it into that. And it's a super fine uh, bag. So very little of the, the actual cannabis gets through. And it strains out a good portion of that. And then as you're done, you just put on some gloves and uh, squeeze the shit out of that ball and done. Yeah. You can actually cinch that bag up if you wanted to be greedy about it and uh, boil that bag one more time. You know, put it in some water and boil it. And the, what's the fats that are left in that bag, you can take it out and wring it out one more time and then freeze that water. And uh, whatever's butter that's left in there will freeze on top of the uh, water. You know, first it will all reform up there and you just cut that right off and go let's last little bit of the bag there if you wanted to be greedy about it you can actually do it like that too you can actually clean to, up the butter like that one more time Eat i'm gonna butter have to you, about that jelly strainer thing because i use cheesecloth right now for my coconut oil for my salves uh so much cleaner than cheesecloth yeah. and it you can just let it hang there you know what i mean you don't 
It's all right above the bowl in that tripod. It just drips. Easy cleanup. With the initial setup, with the, it comes with the ring and the bowl setup. I think you get three bags with it. It's like eight bucks here in Michigan. And then you can buy bags after that. I think they're like four bucks for another five bags or something like that. Interchangeable bags. I wouldn't even bother washing them. You could because they're quality, but they ain't even worth the time for me. I just replace them every time. Yeah, definitely going to check that out. Yeah. That would make it a lot easier on me. Yeah. Just more kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I like, you I know, don't, I don't, working not, with it in other forms. I don't freak out about edibles. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think they, they, they react differently to different people and they just kind of mellow me out. And, you know, I just feel kind of, I don't know. It, it's nice. Um, it helps sometimes definitely. Um, but I don't know. It's different. I, I, I still, I prefer the smoke. There's just something about it. I just like to bake. So <laughs> Which is probably why we gained a few pounds over the winter. I like the ride of the edibles. If I can take them, you know, the, the only bummer about them is you have to get them from a friend that's made it some good ones, or you have to make the good ones yourself because you can't afford to go out and buy them because the legal limit in most states aren't even worth shelling up cash for. It's right. just a tease of what you really want. Right. But, man. Yeah, they're a great ride. I I take them anytime I can get them. Really. <laughs> I was going somewhere with all that, but I fucking lost it midway. Yeah, no, we were talking about um, we were talking about juicing and uh, juicing for for better health. Kind of where we were at when we went down that rabbit hole there. It was more about the butter, I believe. Yeah, Something the machine, the, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. Let's check know. it out. I fucking lost it. I don't know. I'm stolen. <laughs> <laughs> A few joints didn't do this. Hey, it's only four o'clock in the morning. Right. Oh, the day's just getting started for me, though. I still get the... Uh, this is when my gardening starts, actually. This is when I do all my gardening. But, after the show? Yeah. You do it after the show? Yeah. Yep, all my water and then all that good shit. Yeah. Yeah, we run, we run the, the lights at night. Um... We usually get it done. I have them kick on around 7.30 or so. So we usually go down around 8.30, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock sometimes. Try and get it out of the way. Yeah. So we get the garden center to open, you know, at 10. So I'll be up at 9.30 tomorrow, today, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. Oh, shit, that's just hours away. <laughs> yep. Holy cow. 
That's but we're only uh, open till four tomorrow, and we've got no yeah. kids, so I'll sneak in a nap. <laughs> She'll let me sleep, and then I'll go down and cover the shop and let her sleep. So works out pretty good. <laughs> it's nice living where you work, man. I'm fucking telling you, holy shit. Right. Wow. Real nice. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you guys got some dedication because sometimes I find it hard. <laughs> it can it can be easy to nap out once or twice a day after a fucking fatty. <laughs> Especially during trimming, man. I can turn myself into a nap some nights. Oh, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Three o'clock in the morning, still trimming. <clears throat> I like to. That's when I usually been watch a, a lot of shit. Nah, lately it's uh, I'm fixing to bone up on my fucking uh, the Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> it's been oh. like four or five weeks since uh, I've he been able to watch. Show. Yeah, that's yeah, some cool that's some cool shit. I do. I I watch that too. Yeah. It's just I don't know, man. There's something of fascinating about it and it just they hook you some night some weeks they might not find <laughs> shit but they still find that way you ooh, you know there's a difference i just found this out like the last month or so and it seems like they're ahead of us but there is an american version and there is a uk version oh curse of oak island okay and the announcers are different and uh you know, it's the same people, same characters and everything. Yeah. But uh, I've noticed some of like, it seemed like the one time they had a whole different metal guy on there that it wasn't Gary Drayden, but somebody oh, wow. else. It, yeah, with a UK accent and stuff. So I, I almost assumed that uh, it was part of the deal that they had to, you know, include somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I've actually caught up. Um, caught a few episodes of that that have put me ahead of like the american version you know what i mean they drop a few <laughs> hints here and there no shit wow oh that's great yeah yeah i like that you know the excitement of the, the possibility that there could be something that they right. find. i don't know the evidence is you know it stacks up a little bit kind of makes sense a little bit you know you have to wonder this year in particular, man, they fucking found a lot of wood. Yeah, I mean, they found a lot of shit this year. I mean, they, they're close to finding something, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's we'll definitely one I check out. <laughs> good old history channel. I like comedy, too. That's another good term right there. Yeah. Some, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Chevy Chase was one of my favorites. Yeah, I like uh, any uh, Joe Rogan. You guys talked about him. You ever listen to some of his comedy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy's funny. Yeah. Any anything that comes out on Netflix, I've seen. Yeah, yeah it's super funny. I, I, there's one bit I don't even want to get into. There's one bit I'd never even seen coming from Joe Rogan. It's from one of his like earliest careers. And, uh, he talks about uh, fucking. I hope I don't offend you. <laughs> uh, really he talks about 
it would be yeah, really hard to offend us. We're not like overly religious. We're not overly. He, he's talking about how uh, strippers and how demeaning it is something that they do and shit. He was talking about actually throwing nickels, handfuls of nickels on the stage. And uh, I don't know. It's just the way he tells the story is just fucking hilarious. I don't know. He's he's got a couple of good ones that uh, like that. But he's a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. He so, is. do you have any favorites of yours that you enjoy listening to, other than uh, the ones you put out? I know uh, there's a few good comedians out right now that are all in the Joe Rogan clique there. <coughs> Yeah, um, Jesus, like who? My God. Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, yeah. <coughs> Cocksuckers. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Bill, uh, uh, Bill Burr. Yeah, like Bill Burr. Oh, yeah, I'm a big Benson. Bill Burr fan. Yeah, Doug Benson. Doug yeah. Benson's really funny. Um, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Coy. He's really good. Um, That's, I'm trying to picture his face. I can't uh, picture Joe Coy's face. Kind of looks like Howie Mandel, but a little more Filipino. I know the name sounds really familiar, but for some reason, he, he does jokes about his son. Like it, it's, his son has, you know, like. A really weird accent because he's like part Filipino and stuff. He does a lot of jokes about his Filipino mom and how like she used to have the craziest like home remedies for stuff, like putting weird stuff on their feet to get rid of colds and and stuff. Like they'd never go to the doctors and stuff like that. He's funny. It's a lot of his, you know, his own childhood and then raising his own kid, which everybody can relate to that kind of stuff if you've got your own kid. Three. Jeffries. Oh, yes. Jim Jeffries is great. I like the edge of your stuff. I mean, Carlin, I mean, I, the stuff that Carlin did was, was, you know, I grew up on that shit. Yeah, that's for sure. Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and the, the edgy stuff. Is what I was listening to. So, Sam Kinison, I almost yeah. forgot about him. That yeah, was... yeah. And I hate to say it, the dice, the dice man. Oh, he's funny. He's still <laughs> funny. Yeah. Even uh, Roseanne, they're supposed to be doing something together. Oh, that's an interesting combination. Two interesting personalities. Yeah, they're supposed to uh, like a tour, or maybe it was just a special or something. <laughs> they're gonna eat each other up. <laughs> I can see that being pretty good there. Two very interesting personalities right there. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. So you guys think you could milk this for like 15 more minutes? Yeah, I might be able to put in 15 more. 
we can actually uh we can smoke that uh four of twenty light up and uh you guys can sign off on four twenty. Oh that's wow. Yeah we can do that. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's perfect. That works, man. Absolutely. What do we got? Four ten now? Yeah, ten minutes, we can do that, definitely. <clears throat> cool. It's um, been a blast, man. We appreciate it. Really Yeah, good. really. You know, like I said, it's a it's a big big sea of 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 breeders out there doing all kinds of shit um you know so just trying to get out there and 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 like we said trying to get out there and do it right you know it's a good time to plug that store it's a good time to plug the website it's a good time to plug you guys instagrams all right and uh any kind of plugs anybody you want to shout out good time for that okay um we want to get our plugs out of the way kineosgardencenter.com kineosgenetics.com you know both at gmail.com yeah email kineosgardencenter at gmail.com kineosgenetics at gmail.com you know we're not hard to find instagram kineosgardencenter kineosgenetics mrs kineosgenetics with a period you know mrs period kineosgenetics um don't forget, they need to get to a thousand if you want another giveaway. So don't forget to go right. there he and just, follow. Yeah, he, he just did. hit three thousand. Yeah, I'm over. I haven't 000. hit a thousand she yet. Needs to hit a thousand. I so want to hit a thousand. Mrs. Genetics. I'm gonna give away some of my stuff, and he's gonna let me have some seeds to give away too. So. <laughs> okay. You gotta hit both counts. I see my my phone's going freaking stupid over there. Um, you know, if you sent me a DM or whatever, um, you know, give me a little bit. I'm gonna be a little tired after this closes out, so I may not get right back to you. But <coughs> no, will tomorrow. We're we're uh, you know we're trying to stay on right. Top of Same here. Customer service. So yeah, if you DM'd either of us, we will write back to you. You yeah. know, tomorrow at the latest. I'm sure you, I, I hope actually you get a great response from this because uh, you're great people. I'm sure you'll get a good response from this. And, uh, and I hope uh, you got a good opportunity to get your genetics out there. I know uh, you never did tell us what you were smoking on over there. You guys been puffing on that bowl, but you never Mostly. shared what you were puffing on. Mostly Kim D. The, the joints that we rolled were where some Ronin, which is a strain that we test, we're, we're testing out right now. That we're still in testing. That's the one we, the, the name problem we just ran into. And then we're smoking on some some Chem D with some sugar black rose bubble hash. Yeah, like as far as concentrates go, we don't really dab. You know, we don't do a lot of dabs. Don't do a lot of concentrate, but. I've if we a, do it solventless, we press. I've got a press that I've put together, just a freaking uh, uh, a hand press, you know, for a workbench. And I, I tipped it up, though, so that you can get some leverage on it and, and, and tighten it up. So we just do it by hand. You know, I don't have a big fancy press or, or anything like that yet. Love to someday, but, you know, it all costs money and, and money's tight sometimes so but i mean it's not like it's really something big to us anyway we we prefer our bubble hash and our temple balls to to 
concentrate. I really. love the temple balls. I love to break one of those open. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! They're so beautiful after they've been sitting for you know six months in cellophane <laughs> and really curing. And there goes the end of the sugar black rose hash. <laughs> I agree one hundred percent. I don't have the patience to let them go though. I'm. I admire the people that have patience that let that shit age. There's yeah. a couple people that's came on. Red Setter Heart Farms is a good one for uh, hoarding some hash. Uh, Boom Farms, who's been on the show, he's another uh, hash aficionado, if you will. He brings out nice cases of, you know, here's this, that. And I can't do it, man. I, I will smoke that shit until it's gone. <laughs> and then it is time to make more hash. It, it took me it took me six months to learn how to make the first one properly and actually have it come out. So after waiting that long to actually hold one in my hand, there was no way I was gonna fuck up what Frenchie said. It was going in the fridge for six months and I wasn't fucking touching it. I kept pulling it out and looking at it because I wanted to touch it, but but it went back in. We never touched it did good <laughs> and once you do that once you do that you actually make it that first six months by the time you're done smoking that one the other one the you know the next one you've made is well cured and you never break into one early again so uh, it sounds like i need to find some self-control and let one uh <laughs> sit around and age up or make two it's and you smoke one and let the other one age. You got to make enough so that you still got a little bit, you know, by the time you get to that, that six month mark, you still got a couple kicking around. So you just keep adding oh, to it. And- I was supposed to hold that till 420. <laughs> oh, no. You're all right. You <laughs> I'm still smoking over here. <laughs> I tell you what, that 420 event fucking ruined my tolerance. Ruined it. I had a high tolerance as it was, but man, 24 hours straight of smoking fatties. It it definitely, uh, I needed a bit of a tolerance break. Yeah. Actually, like a race today. I hate to say it, but it actually raced a whole day. Uh, <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I tell you, I went to sleep that night, and I looked and got up the next like four or five hours later because that's my usually sleep period. And I get out. I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, "Holy shit! There's a lot of growth for like a, you know, a day." <laughs> and then it took. You know, it was like. You ain't shaved in two days, man. You were all getting high on the air for 24. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that, everything, blood, that whole day, two days just blended together. There. <laughs> Respect for that, that's for sure. <laughs> at one point at the 420, it was like right around noon. I was good in place. I had like, 15 hours of being on the air and fucking constantly 
smoking. I was like, I've got this uh, roller right here that uh, fucking rolls cannons. And I was smoking one of those filled full of hash. One an hour there for the first 12. Jesus. And <laughs> fucking, so right around noon came and I had uh, Med Grower 1, Pagroli, Pedro, and Tanazion all at once. And I'm sitting here thinking, Am I fucked up, man? Or is this is this really happening right now? Am I really fucking <laughs> live streaming with these guys and puffing down and shit? And you know it sucks because with the video never surfaced it, I've actually said, Is it did it even happen? <laughs> Cause I actually said that when I, I looked at the camera, I'm like I'm not even sure if I'm fucking dreaming right now. I'm fucking am I really smoking with you guys? Because I'm fucking stoned right now. And yeah. unless that video surfaces, I'll never really know for sure. I'll just have to take everybody's word for it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I know that feeling. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to see the last fucking. Oh, would you look at the time? Hit that thing. Is it? Is it four twenty? Yes, sir. It sure is. It is four twenty. Happy four twenty. Yes. Cheers and cheers to everyone in chat who's actually you know survived five hours now. Oh shit. Four, yeah, almost five. <coughs> Ten minutes away from five hours. <laughs> That's a good run. I appreciate it, you guys. That just goes to show how uh, good of a time it's been. You know what I mean? I don't, well, we hope you've had fun at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have definitely. I know everybody else has. It's been, uh, you know, they've stood along right here with us, and I'm They've been dropping great comments, how much they've been enjoying it all night long. So, uh, yeah. I hope that you guys take time to come back sometime soon. Like I said, uh, you're always welcome to pop in uh, at the after chats or whatever. If you ever have a strain or something that you want to just get out there and, you know, just let everybody know about, you're more than welcome to come back on and just, you know, drop it. If you want oh that's awesome guys dude. appreciate that's that awesome yeah yeah absolutely yep you know. keep your eyes open for that citrus explosion that'll probably be the next thing we release that one we showed earlier she can be frosty and if you like that orange and lemon you know that's gonna be the one you want <coughs> did we finish the shout outs did we do i mean the yeah did we <coughs> The Garden Center, emails, Kineo's Garden Center at gmail.com, Kineo's Genetics at gmail.com, and please, website, um, Genetics.com. We're on a couple of seed banks here in the U.S. now, um, so one of them might is... Might as well shout them out, yeah. Johnny Appleseed, Johnny Appleseed, 707 on Instagram, Johnny Appleseeds with a Z, um... And the other one is Prometheus Vault on Instagram. They're really solid people. Uh, they've actually got some of our stock that we don't have in stock at the moment. <laughs> Good one, strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, one or two of them, we have a, a couple black cherry surprise limited editions left out there at those seed banks. We don't have any left personally. So if anybody ever looks for that, they might have one left. <laughs> that was an accidental, the bedroom, we, we a timer screwed up. Yeah. For like three or four days. And we ended up pollinating uh, a black dahlia. Which I'm sure you know black dahlia. Black Cherry Soda by Quirkle. Yeah, we had a beautiful, super purple pheno that we were running and it got pollinated by a nine pound ham hammer male that we had reserved for something else. So it was a, a very su big surprise that our Black Cherry Soda by Quirkle got pollinated by a nine pound. So we called it Black Cherry Surprise and released it as a limited edition because it came out absolutely beautiful. But there's it sounds like a good, nice cross. Maybe two like packs left. I I think yeah. Prometheus Vault has one pack left, maybe. And I'm not even sure Johnny if Johnny one has one. Sure. Johnny might have one or two. So if you go to our website, you can find links to the seed banks and you can try your hand at it to see if you know they've got one left if it's something that piques your interest but we're out of stock of it ourselves, so. <laughs> we don't have that one. And we don't have the Midnight Sky, that purple that we're working on right now. We're gonna kind of take that back and do some more work with it, and really work with that purple color. Um, and, yeah, we've uh, taken it to F3 now. We're gonna run it one more time and F4 it. We're loving Really make sure that it. purple comes up, you know, nine times out of 10. It's got that sugar black rose, nice, you know, fruity floral kind of sweet. Um, that I really enjoy personally. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's got that, but we just need to kind of work like you were saying. Want to make sure the purple comes out more yeah. often than than the, the green pheno is nice, but the, the purple pheno is, it, it's what makes Midnight Sky Midnight Sky. You know, the name fits the color and nothing else. <laughs> Without the color, the name doesn't fit and I don't like it if the name doesn't fit. Yeah, so we're out of stock on that one right now, um, but uh, we got, I don't know, 10, 11 strains. You can hit me up too, um, you know, I don't mind if you do that. Retail on our packs is 60 bucks for a 10 pack, and they're regulars, you know. And like we fair. said, we stand behind our packs. If you, if you pop it and you're getting eight dudes, shoot us a message. We'll make it right. We always do. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool right there. That's really cool. Uh, and the price is right too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we do seven. not charge five hundred dollars a pack. Shit. What's up with that, right? Woo. That I mean, that's an hour long conversation to be had right there. The price of seed packs from some people. I like get I get quality's I, worth money, yeah. and I but, get it if you got ten years in it. But th but there is F1s, a point. $150 F1s. I have seen $1,000 seed packs and they are F1s and they're just like, why? No. Don't. I could never see doing that to to growers. You know, the goal isn't to make, get rich. The goal is to, you know, pay for continuing to grow more seeds. <laughs> That's it. As long as it pays for itself, we're good. 
Why make people pay outrageous prices? Try to be reasonable. Right now, I agree. Voice that says the more uh, they will come back. Yeah. Yeah. More okay. seeds they can pop. Yeah. The more seeds they can pop. Well, uh, I hope to hear from you guys soon. I hope you guys uh, see you guys at least in chat sometime soon. <laughs> I will. I'll, no, I'll, uh, I'll check it out for sure, man. You've, you've, you've kept me captivated pretty much all week. Um, you know, I've at least checked, <laughs> checked in um, and checked it out. Uh, I'll sit and chat for a while. And I found myself kind of last night. Um, found myself kind of just I forgot that chat was even going on I, I realized I was just sitting there listening to the conversation you know um you know it's been it's been it's been cool I look forward to some of the, the guests that you got lined up you got something really cool going on here so I'll be around definitely oh, yeah, I appreciate it I, I appreciate it more than you know I really do and uh, maybe tell a friend of course tell a friend yeah 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 <laughs> we did thank we you know, guys we had we had some of our people in here tonight for you so yeah definitely hopefully they come back and and, and keep coming back like i did i hope so i hope so well you know it's only possible because great people like you that's for sure that's what makes the show what it is it's you folks so oh, you've got you've had hope. some people that you've had some people that i really look up to you know mr soul Fada, Fada, Jinx, you know, talking about Pedro, and you know, I look up to these people and what they're doing. And, you should and hit up the soil kid where, where they are. You know, they're good. They're good down to earth people, and I, 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 I dig that. You know. Hell yeah! Well, and just think about this. Just think about this, guys. You guys sit right in between them both. You know what I mean? And I, what you just said, this episode sits right in between Soul and James. <laughs> I mean, you guys are fucking amazing people as well, right? So, awesome. Awesome. It's been fun. We had a great time. All right, man. You guys uh, get a good night's rest. That 9, 9.30 is coming super fast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> real quick oh yeah well as much as we smoke this evening i'm definitely gonna sleep well <laughs> yeah yeah well you guys have awesome tomorrow and uh i look forward to hearing from you guys all right thanks man we'll yeah talk soon. We'll have get, a great we'll one get some of that northern lights to you man give me definitely. your address dm me your address or something i will or don't email. worry it'll be there it'll be there by morning trust me i'm, I'm interested <laughs> I want I'm you interested. to try it. I want I want you to tell me what you think. I want you to test it for me. You know? I will. <laughs> if you, I'm serious, if you send me some, I promise that gets you. Authenticity. As, soon as, <laughs> as soon as they get here, I I'll drop them things. You have my word on that. Sweet. Serious. Sweet. So, awesome. I'll get you that. And, uh, thank, thank you to chat for sticking around. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for the giveaway for the lucky uh Mr. Green Nugs, was it? Or green? Mr. Green, green Pots, yeah. Green Pots. Green Pots.
Very yeah. few. He hit you up in DM on Instagram. Green so. Boss, one of the first persons, one of the first people to say hi to me in your chat, I think. Um, that first night that uh, that Fada was on, uh, the first night that I watched. Um, I think Mr. Green Potts was the first person to go, hey, Kenny O's, and, and, you know, I remember that shit. Actually, I think I just followed him on Instagram, come to think of it. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was fate. Maybe it was fate that he got that pack just because right. of that shit. Right? right? Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to fucking sign off and thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, again, you guys have a great day. Feel free to pop back in whenever you feel like it. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great one. Have a good one. Bye. What an awesome show. I really enjoyed having them guys on. It was, yeah, I'm going to have to drop uh, Father Mike a, a huge thank you tomorrow for uh, turning me on to some great people, some great stories, and a great lead on some awesome genetics. Please uh, go ahead and check them out. You know, if you watch the whole interview, it doesn't take much to know that you're probably going to get some well, well-bred fire genetics from them. So make sure and check them out on their Instagram and on their uh, their webpage. And if you're in Maine, check out that store. Support, support the communities. So yeah, I hope they they do well. It's great people, and I hope they do well in the cannabis community. Smoke and Grow Frazier, thank you so much for popping in. Mr. No One, thank you. That's a new name. I appreciate you for tuning in tonight. Chris Mertz, <clears throat> what an awesome interview yesterday. Appreciate you very much. I hope you uh, pop back in as well. Majestic Mar Marks, excuse me. Uh, that's a new one. Thank you for popping in. Mr. Green Potts. Uh, congratulations on that that win tonight. I grew some. I was bragging about that artwork today to my tattoo guy. That's pretty awesome. I'm still digging that. Uh, who else have we missing here? Trey Ling, thank you. Cannon Trooper for popping in. I appreciate you too. Sergeant Pepper, I haven't seen you, but uh, shout out to you. Tara Wilson, uh, Thank you very much. You're a huge supporter. They were asking about you early on in chat. So I hope you're doing well. You have a great day as well. Uh, Milo, Milo, thank you very much for tuning in. Johnny Boy, thanks for uh, John Boy. Thank you for tuning in. All the so many names that are here just every night. I appreciate every one of you. Spaniard Cougar, thank you for popping in. It's another very familiar name, night after night. Of course, my daughter, Lexi, popping in, showing everybody some love. She's uh, definitely getting into the cannabis community and proud to be here. Dane Grower, thank you for uh, popping in. Twisted Roots, pretty awesome, man. I appreciate you. Miss D's Nugs, <laughs> I appreciate you so much.
for putting up with my dumb ass and never getting your name right. You're, you're expressly awesome. Sir Hal, I appreciate you. You're another fine, fine person in this cannabis community. I hope I don't miss anybody. So many I know I've missed. Jimmy, Jimmy One Life, thank you for popping in tonight. Chat was popping tonight. Holy cow. Jimmy Crack Seeds, congratulations on your uh, win yesterday. I hope you enjoy those fine, fine meds. Boom! You need to jump in here one of these nights on chat. Boom. Listen, you Canadian ass. <laughs> I do enjoy talking to Boom Farms. He's uh, one cool dude. And for some reason, my chat refreshed somewhere along the way, so that's as far as I can go back. I know I'm missing quite a few very cool folks, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with MMP Creations, a Michigan grower, YouTuber. Be another good info night. Be sure to check him out and uh, look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Same old, same old. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of <coughs> kindness change lives. You know, what's not to say there? You know, people helping people. Just try it. It's the right thing. With that being said, you guys enjoyed the rest of your evening, morning, however you want to call it, Mass 420. I missed that one. You have a great night. Good morning. Have an amazing day tomorrow. And uh, we'll do it again. Have a great day.